All right, welcome back, guys. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley. I'm filling in for Nick Costas. I'm here today and tomorrow on You Better You Bet. It's all brought to you by BetMGM right here on the BetQL Network. And, Ken, we've been doing some NFL – I guess you, you can call everything futures. Um, but we've been talking about week one bets. We talked about um, all different types of things that we thought were going to happen, the futures as far as um, you know win totals. we got to get to division winners and Super Bowl winners. So you want to start us off, Ken? Yeah, so uh, we'll go around the horn here. We've done favorite win total bet, favorite week one, as you mentioned, and uh, we'll do favorite division bet, favorite Super Bowl bet right now. And obviously we're a month to kick off, so everybody can change their minds a bunch. But, man, I, I don't know if I'm going to change. Well, I can't change my mind on the win totals. I already bet the crap out of them. But uh, but week one, I could change my mind still. Favorite division, for me, I think is is close between a few of them. Uh, the team I have to win the Super Bowl would be an option. We'll get to them in a second. Um if it's just like I have to bet only one team, and I'll explain what I mean by that in a second. If I have to bet only one team to win their division as a great bet, uh, it would probably be the Packers. Just because if I'm trying to identify, what do we do all the time on this show, Jeremy? We talk about awards. We talk about multi-way markets. Duh, you always answer a really simple question. Does this market have a vulnerable favorite? Right? Yeah. That's always like a key, to, key entry point to betting an award market. If I look, it doesn't matter if the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth guy are in the total wrong order and they're all 10,000 to one, if the favorite is like Shohei Otani to an AL MVP, why would I spend any time figuring out who they're like the, the least vulnerable favorite? So, so in, so impervious, what's the opposite of vulnerable? So invulnerable that they took it off the board that you can't even bet it anymore. And, uh, and so, okay, division bets, let's apply that same philosophy and let's see if we feel like one of the favorites is vulnerable. You do this in baseball too. That's why I have so much stupid money on the Chicago Cubs to win the NL Central because I just thought the Brewers were really vulnerable and I wanted to take shots at them. Okay, if you do some of the NFL divisions, like do I think, you know, the Eagles are vulnerable to win the NFC East? Obviously price dependent. If you got 500 to one on the Cowboys, you'd bet it. But like, you know what, people know what I mean. Okay, like I, I don't, I don't want to try to beat the Eagles to win the division this year. I don't want to try to beat the Chiefs to win the division this year. Um, the AFC North is kind of weird because everybody's good. So I don't want to try to beat the Jags to win the AFC South. I hate the other teams, and I don't see upside in any of them. Uh, the NFC North, I would, I'd, I'd push people into traffic to take shots at the Detroit Lions to to lose the division and try to bet other teams. And I said this the other day, like you can make a really compelling case for all four teams, including Detroit, to win the division. And so it's kind of like, well, what, when you do your handicapping process, what do you favor? And, and therefore like, what do you like? And the price is going to be a big part of that. And the price on green Bay is consensus, like plus three fifty right now. And I have to beat Detroit. Um, who's very hyped and their offense was excellent last year. Also, uh, they strike me more as like slightly better than league average and the market kind of has them rated in that range but i don't know if they have like the amazing 12 13 win upside that so many of these other favorites do uh their quarterback is jared goff and their coach is dan campbell and so i know people probably have a good impression of those two guys but i you know would you rather fade that pair or mahomes reed you know or something like that and so it's kind of like all right well then who do you like i don't like the bears at all uh i think the vikings are a little interesting and obviously they had so much luck last year in one score games but you know, like they could obviously win again. They have a quarterback who's slightly better than average. That's kind of their thing. But uh, but really for me, it's like the Packers because you're you're getting an incredible discount because of a quarterback change. And you should. Price should go down. But coach is the same and he's won a billion games. Roster's phenomenal. Um, I know a couple of people we've had on the show don't like the youth of the skill position players and think maybe like they could really use like a big number one receiver that's 
sounds like Devontae Adams, that they could use a guy like that. That's totally true. Um, but the receivers also do have a lot of upside. And who knows if Christian Watson isn't going to end up being like an awesome game-breaking receiver this year, or that Romeo Dobbs can't take a meaningful step forward. So if as long as the price is okay, uh, so it's who's the vulnerable favor in the division market? It's the Lions for me, and it's the Saints. Um, and so the Packers, if I was picking one team, and then maybe when we get around the horn again, I'll give you another division angle. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a great point that you're making, too, because there's two different types of things that you can look at. You can look at, obviously, like if I told you, hey, I think the Chiefs are going to win their division. Yeah, but look at the price and everything you're paying. You're trying to make right. money on this, too. It's not just as simple as saying, I think that team wins the division. I'm betting them. But is there inherent value in another team? Or do you, as you talked about, a vulnerable favorite, which I'm going to have in my division when I pick this. But uh, we're going next to Tyler. I don't know how many people I've given this out, but this might not be my favorite, but I it's probably my second favorite. The Panthers to to win the division at plus three fifty. Sure. So I have a couple couple things here. So like we, we we might have the best head coach in the division. Might have the best defensive coordinator as well. I mean, Todd Bowles is probably the best, but he's the head coach of the, the Buccaneers. But when he's the defensive coordinator, he's probably the best. Like the defense is young. The defense is loaded. That offensive line, like a lot of the smart people that break down offensive linemen, I have no idea when it comes to how the offensive line play. They have them ranked pretty high too, in like the maybe like the ten to twelve range. And like Bryce, I know Bryce Young's a rookie quarterback, and that people like to go against that. But this isn't—I feel like he's just—he's not like an ordinary rookie quarterback we're talking about here. He basically dominated the NFL minor leagues the past two years, and now we're coming in with him in a with an average offensive line. People kill Thielen. You know what Thielen does? He scores touchdowns. You know how many touchdowns he has in the last three years? 30 that's a lot he's cooked probably inside in the middle of the field but when he gets to the red zone he's one of the he's been super consistent and i mean with, with these young with you jonathan mingo too who's getting a ton of hype i think the panthers are a plus 350 if i'm trying to i, I can beat the saints and i feel like i can beat the falcons a lot of people are with the falcons are like desmond ritter's not gonna have to do much well when they're losing games you know what they're gonna have to do he's gonna have to throw the ball and he's and we, we saw some of it last year it wasn't very good so i think the panthers at plus 350 is uh i like that a lot Love it. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that Good speaks stuff. to yours too, Jeremy. I'm going to, are you, are yeah. you on the other team in that division? You, do you want to go next? Yeah. Cause you have the, you have the handcuff to that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't care that if it, like, cause I've already stated that I think the Ravens win the division and the Falcons, but which one am I going to pick? I'm going to pick the one that to me makes more sense. And I'm not buying into new Orleans. They may end up winning this division, be the best of this group, but I'm on the Falcons solid running game. Uh, what's Adam Thielen going to do against AJ Terrell? I'm kidding. Um, so <laughs> no, when you look at, when you look at it, I, I don't like Desmond Ritter at all, but I do feel like a lot of those things factor in we talked about. He does have weapons on offense. Uh, we're getting to a third year for Kyle Pitts now to see what he looks like. Um, love what we saw out of Drake London. I, I, I really do. I like that offense, but more so, this, I think this running game is going to be super dominant this year, and, and I think people are going to be put on notice with B. John Robinson. I just think the guy's an absolute stud, and in that blocking scheme they're going to have, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he leads the league in rushing. So, um, well. Yeah, let me might be let me pitch time, you something. So then. that'd be tough. Because like because uh, so Tyler likes Carolina and you like Atlanta. So what I meant was if I had to pick when I said I had to pick one team for mine. If I had to pick one team, I'd pick the Packers, I guess, right now. But if I could have just a division bet, I uh, I'm gonna have a monster setup on Oppo New Orleans to win the South. So that's like the other. I think we you both I think done a great job hitting on a really vulnerable favorite, right, to win a, to win a division. Uh, literally a favorite only because I don't think anyone can stand to have anybody else be the favorite. They're not even the favorite because they're good. They're just the favorite because it's like, well, who else are we going to make the favorite? Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa? Like, they're a, they're a by process of elimination, they're a favorite as opposed to being good. And, man, can't imagine yeah. someone more vulnerable than that, right? So um, 
everything feels inflated about the team because the perception of the division right now is so bad and the perception of the other three teams is so poor that like New Orleans is the biggest gainer of that in the market. And it's like, do people really understand that like they're just not actually that good and that they're coached by a coach who's like 900 games under 500. And it just, it's like their quarterback almost led the league in interceptions last year. And I know that's not typical of how he's played and maybe that's the other team's fault, but like, is it? We're going to find out. Um, and is Dennis, I know like, and John Gruden's in camp coach. And that's a big story. Uh, these last couple of days as like a consultant. Great. And Gruden was his coach in Oakland at the time. Um, but like, great. I just overall, like I d never strikes me as a 10 win team and would be very unlike both Dennis Allen and Derek Carr to win that many games on a team like that. So just my, sorry, long-winded way of saying, I think you both made really strong cases and I agree with both. So like I'm price shopping both. And I'm playing against New Orleans, and I and you can have Tampa. Like, great, I can be yeah. Trask could be really good, and there's a ton of talent on the defense still. Also, it's Todd Bowles. I'll take my chances. And uh, you price shop both of those. Like, you could basically create a no New Orleans bet. You can also just bet a no New Orleans bet in a couple places. But uh, yeah, you just I think you, you price shop those two teams. I think you that's actually the best division bet is the two teams that are chasing the Saints. I think I don't know which one's going to hit. You both made really good cases. I think one of them is going to hit and, uh, or they both hit and I think New Orleans will miss. So, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with both of you there in your, your line of thinking. You want to go to Alex next? Sure. Alex with Steelers to win the division. What do you think? Yep. <laughs> no, no Steelers to win the division, but staying <laughs> in the Keystone state. We're Ooh. staying in the Keystone state, Philly, Delphia Eagles, minus minus one ten to win the NFC East. I'm looking at the top, uh, the odds on favorites. On BetMGM, you're minus 110 for the Eagles. So there are four teams out of the odds on favorites in the Chiefs, the Jags, the Eagles, and the Niners. And the Eagles are giving you the least amount of juice. So it's almost like an even money bet. Why not just stay with what you know? Eagles are going to win the division, minus 110. I like it. I mean, they, they might win that division more than 50%. I don't know if the Giants can win the division. I, I have a soft spot for Washington, and I, they might be my – Ken, you're such an idiot team this year where it's like you liked this team and then they're like one and six and Sam Howell stinks and the enemy was like a fraud or whatever. And, you know, like I just whatever the sale of the team falls apart. Or so, I don't know. Whatever else could go wrong, possibly go wrong. Um, I just uh, I even think that I think they are like a, the tiniest. I just I would just say, like, we don't we have nobody has any idea if Sam Howell's good. Nobody knows. Played literally like played last the last week of the season against the Cowboys played pretty well. Who cares? If he's good, what's the ceiling? If he's good, we, if he, I mean, he was almost, he was not almost going into his senior year. He was the favorite to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. And then his team didn't do as well. And he didn't play quite as well. And he went way later in the draft, but like that hype and that recruiting and that potential was there. And I like playing on guys that have that in their pedigree. It's almost like playing on a horse in a horse race that like, yeah, but like his dad won the Derby. Like there isn't anything in there that's good. Like he's not, I know he came in last, but like there's not anything in there really. And uh, you can almost do like the pedigree thing with quarterbacks too, right? And it's actually one of the reasons why I don't like Desmond Ritter very much. Um, he didn't have a whole lot of that. And in his biggest game of the year, it was an abject disaster, mostly because they were playing Alabama. So just, you know, just like that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, and, and to your like, I've been hearing things down the road there in DC that the offense hasn't looked that good early on. But yeah, again, it's still early. Yeah, I know. I, so, but the defense is good. Uh, the defense has been top ten yeah. in DVOA like three straight years. Like, I mean, you know, 
running game should be solid too. So yeah, uh, and I if anybody's ever listened to me on these airwaves, you know my love hate relationship with Terry McLaurin because I feel like I bet his over in receiving yards and just womp, womp, was disappointed what about so this much year? last year. This year, it, I, I think I'm going to be back be a on year. Him. It yeah. has to be this year. You finally, yep. I mean, it's, it's not Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz anymore, you know? Yeah. Uh, Jake, who do you have? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, NFC West, uh, take a shot at the Niners. No idea what's happening at quarterback. They lose their defensive coordinator. A lot of question marks. Meanwhile, like the Seahawks mostly stay the same across the board. They add Devin Witherspoon and Jackson Smith and Jigba. So you add another weapon to the offense for Geno Smith. Devin Witherspoon might be awesome. And this is probably my Illinois bias because I watched him, but he just might be really, really awesome for them. And so with all of that being said, and just maybe taking a shot at an uncertain situation in San Francisco, possibly. So I will take the Seahawks. I'll take a shot. there. a playoff team last year, and they seemingly only got better. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I can't argue yeah, with that. I, Pretty good. Yeah, and I, I get that. Like, I totally understand his thought process on it. It's not necessarily something that I'm going to bet, but I get the process on it because it does make sense. There's a lot of unknowns with San Francisco. The only thing that scares me is that I still think that's a really good team. Without like people were still picking them to get to the Super Bowl or the NFC Championship, not knowing who their quarterback was going to be. So um, let me uh, Debo let me ask you a question because we got we got like a minute, and we'll we'll do maybe we'll mm-hmm. do Super Bowl next segment, and then we'll go into a little bit of awards and some trivia. Um, okay. Mookie Betts just hit a grand slam, which we're talking about in our chat and the Dodgers. So Dodgers and Padres playing like a weird Monday matinee end of their series. Like they played the Sunday night baseball game and now Monday at four o'clock Eastern, one o'clock Pacific Mookie Betts grand slam eight, five in the fourth inning. Gonsolin was bad. Who, uh, who started for the Padres in this game? Uh, Seth Lugo. Oh, Seth Lugo. Right. I just eight earned and three and a third. He gave up the grand slam too. <laughs> are you, are you just, just cause you guys are all talking. Are you all on San Diego in this game? Like what? Where where are we at? Like I, what what are we sweating right now? I had the over, so I'm not sweating anymore. But uh, it was zero zero oh, going into the third. To you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so oh, Jake, Jake had a couple flops. Yeah, right. So yay, yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy's home. Jeremy's good. Tyler, who won nine million dollars on Lucas Glover, is good too. But he has the Padres. Jake, what's your one prop that hasn't cashed yet? Uh, so we had Trent Grisham over total bases, and which was one and a half. He hit a double in his first at bat. Now we are waiting on a Juan Soto home run. Ooh, mm. well, well, going to be swinging away. Some terrible bullpen pitcher for a couple more innings would be my guess. Soto, oh for two right now. We'll see. Well, right, like well, Padres, we're we're going to get to. That's all the buzz. Yeah, People like the Padres to win the win the pennant. All I like them a lot. Them. Yeah. In the second, well. I like them once uh, once we got past the All Star break, and then I'm going. I just they ran into the Dodgers, which seemed to be outside of the playoffs or Kryptonite. All right, uh, here we go. We're we're gonna get more into the NFL Super Bowl picks. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley here. I'm filling in for Nick Costas right here on the BetQL Network. It's you better you bet. Brought to you by BetMGM. We're breaking down the Super Bowl next. <laughs> 